Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Romans chapter 8, verse 14. Romans 8, verse 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and join heirs with Christ. Amen. You may be seated. Praise God. I want to entitle this sermon, Abba, Father. Abba, Father. You know, Jesus did not have an earthly human father. Many thought that Joseph was his father because Joseph, you know, raised him uh, with Mary. Mary was his mother, but the Spirit of God was literally his father. And that's why the Bible said in Luke chapter 1, verse 35, when the angel came to tell Mary that what was going to happen to her, he said, he, he answered and said unto her, the Holy Ghost shall come upon you and the power of the highest shall overshadow you. Therefore, because of that, that, that holy thing which shall be born of you shall be called the Son of God. That's why Jesus was called the Son of God. Amen. Because he, his, father, his Father was the Spirit of God. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 5, For to which of the angels did he ever say, You are my son, today I have begotten you. And again I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. Amen. And you know what, without getting into the subject, let me tell you something. Don't let anybody ever tell you that there's an eternal son. There's no Bible for an eternal son. There's no Bible for God the Son. Amen. He is God who became a man and became the Son of God. He had a beginning at Bethlehem. Amen. And, uh, and, and so he, that's why God said, He said, Today I have begotten you, and I will be to him a father. And he shall be to me a son. But it wasn't until that fateful day in Bethlehem, in that manger, that, that that fulfillment and that scripture would come to pass. You see, God was very pleased with his son. Amen. Because remember, Jesus was fully man and fully God. And Jesus was baptized uh, by his older cousin John. When he came up out of the water, a voice from heaven said, You are my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. God was well pleased with His Son. Amen. A little bit later on in the ministry of Jesus, we find that He and three of His apostles went up onto this mountain and that Jesus was transfigured in their sight. Amen. Some great things happened. Amen. And, and a voice spoke from heaven again and said, This is my beloved Son. Hear Him. Amen. So Jesus spoke often and endearingly about his father. Amen. And the, in the Bible, uh, God speaks uh, the same way about his son. John 3, 35, 
The Father loves the Son and has given all things into His hand. John 5.20 said, The Father loves the Son and shows Him all things that He Himself does, and He will show Him greater things than these that you may marvel. Now, Jesus was the first to use this term that we read about in our opening scripture, Abba, Father. A very interesting term. Uh, It only appears three times in the whole Bible, and they're all in the New Testament. Jesus used it when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane. That was that last night before his crucifixion. Amen. When he prayed, uh, amen, a, a serious prayer in that garden with his, his disciples before he was taken uh, captive, amen, and put on trial, and, and we know the story. Praise the Lord. But he used that term, Abba, Father, when he was praying to God, amen. See, to complete the mission that he was sent for, he knew what he was about to have to go through. He knew every bit of suffering. He knew what that crucifixion was going to do to his body and everything. He knew what all the people were going to do around him. And it was a very overwhelming burden on the human side of Jesus Christ. And the Bible said he began to be sorrowful and deeply distressed in, this, in the garden when he was praying. And he fell on the ground and he said in Mark chapter 14, 36, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not what I will, but what you will. The cup he was talking about was, if there's any way I can do, accomplish your will and your mission without having to go through what I know I got to go through, take it away. But you know what he said? Not my will, but thy will be done. And when you pray your prayers and when you're asking for God for you, amen, to not have to do something that you know you're going to have to do, always say, not my will, but thy will be done. Because God's will is the best way to go. Amen. So he said, Abba, Father, an interesting term. You know, the New Testament was primarily written in the Greek language. And the word Father, Abba Father, is from the Greek. And it's a general word uh, to denote someone as a father. Amen. But the word Abba is an Aramaic word. It also means father. And if that's the case, why didn't Jesus say Father, Father, instead of Abba, Father? You know, like two Greek words, Father, Father, Father. Like, like most of the New Testament's in Greek. You know, Jesus is, we, we see him using repetitive statements before words in the verse where he said in the King James, verily, verily, I say unto you, except you are born again, you can't see the kingdom of God. That's one verse or, you know, in other ver- versions, it's truly, truly. So why didn't he just say verily, verily, truly, truly, father, father, with the same word repeated? No, there's a reason why, because the word Abba, is an Aramaic word, and it's a more intimate word. It's a, it has more meaning to it than just a general statement that that person's a father. Amen. So, you know, by using the word Abba instead of the Greek word father, Jesus was conveying a very special closeness with the father because Abba is not just any other term for father. I found out, amen, that it's a term that expressed affection 
confidence and trust. It also signifies the close relationship of a father and his child, as well as the childlike trust that a young child puts in his daddy. Amen. This term also doubly emphasizes the fatherhood of God by repeating the word father in two different languages. Abba, Father, 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 Amen. He called out in one of his most dire situations in his life, in his 33 years that he was living, Amen. He, she made that statement. It's very telling. Praise God. And there's something very interesting found when we see the look at the genealogy of Jesus, which shows, you know, who his descendants, you know, family tree uh, are. And it's found in Luke chapter 3. And it traces his roots all the way back to Adam. And it starts like this. Luke 3 verse 23 said, And Jesus himself began to be about 30 years of age. That's when he started his earthly ministry. Being as it was supposed the son of Joseph. See, everyone thought he was the son of Joseph. But we know he was the son of God. And Joseph was his stepdad. Amen. But now, now we see what Joseph's bloodline is. All the way to Adam. Amen. He said, it was the son of Joseph, which was the son of Heli. And this thing's really long, so I skipped a bunch of them, and I just got down to the last few. Amen. And the last few of the genealogy, it says, which was the son of Aminadab, which was the son of Aram, which was the son of Ezram, which was the son of Perez, which was the son of Judah. Now Judah, let's get familiar. That's Jacob's son, which was the son of Jacob, which was the son of Isaac, the son of Abraham, the son of Therah, the son of Nacor, the son of Sarek, the son of Regu, the son of Phalek, the son of Heber, the son of Salah, the son of Canaan, the son of Arphaxad, the son of Sem, the son of Noah, the son of Lamech, the son of Methuselah, the son of Enoch, the son of Jared, the son of Meliel, the son of Canaan, the son of Enos, the son of Seth, who was the son of Adam, which was the son of God. Adam was called the son of God. And Jesus was called the last Adam. Amen. There's this not, none of the, these things are by mistake. So Adam was referred to as the son of God. Now why was that? Well, Adam was not born. Amen. You can argue all day long if he had a belly button or not. I don't know. Because, you know, that's an umbilical cord. That means you were born. Amen. But uh, did he or didn't he? Oh, it's not an earth-shaking, you know, salvation uh, kind of a question. So you can just think about that. Amen. But I'm going to tell you something. He was created, amen, full-grown. Praise God. He was created uh, a, uh, an adult, amen, which means he had no earthly father. God was his father through the creative process. Adam, which was the son of God. And, and that's why the Bible calls him that. So he, Adam, in turn, was the father of the human race. So since he was, a, excuse me, the son of God, all human beings that came after him, generally speaking, are also, in a way, the children of God. You know, going with that logic. Because Bible says, Malachi 2.10, Have we not all one father? Has not one God created us? The Bible says there are, the, the, here's the thing though, if, we're, if everybody's children of God, it doesn't mean everybody's saved, it doesn't mean everybody's pleasing God, it just means everybody was created by God through Adam, amen, amen, and so here's the thing, the Bible says there's children of obedience and children of, of disobedience, and there's, everybody in this world falls into those two categories, 
First Peter chapter 1, verse 14 said, As an obedient children, not conforming yourself to the former lust as in your ignorance, but he who has called you holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. So how are we living our life? Who are we living our life for? I want to be obedient children this morning. Amen. I want to be, amen, a good child, amen, to my father. Praise God. There's a call to answer. If we're to be an obedient child of God, living a holy life, we got to answer the call and walk the walk and talk the talk. Praise God. And then Colossians 3, verse 5 said, Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, and covetousness, which is idolatry, for which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience. I don't want to be in that category. I want to be a child of obedience for my father, praise God. I want to be able to cry out, Abba, Father. Though everyone in a general sense is a child of God, not everybody's qualified to use that very special term, Abba, Father. Amen. Jesus used it. Amen. And our opening verse, Paul said that those that are filled with the Spirit of Christ, amen, can use it as well. Hallelujah. Our text passage tells us only those that allow God's Spirit to lead them are truly the children of God. The only way the Spirit can truly lead us is from inside of our heart and inside of our soul. We see the Old Testament. It was God on the outside, amen, telling them what to do all the way through with the tabernacle and a temple. But God didn't want to live in an old tent or in an old building, a brick building. He wanted to live in your heart, praise God, in our heart that He created for us, for Him to live in. Amen. Romans chapter 8, verse 15. Praise God. What I read uh, earlier, it says, For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. You have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Whereby we, as His children, can cry, Abba, Father. We have the privilege to use that term like Jesus did, Abba, Father. Praise God. It's a praise. It's a closeness. It's only those that know Him can really use it and know it. Because the Spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are His children. Galatians 4, 6 said, Because you are His sons, God has sent forth His Spirit of His Son into your hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. Amen. You see, Jesus said it. And then he sent the spirit of his son into your hearts. Amen. Remember, the Christ in us, the hope of glory, is what the spirit is when it's living inside of us. And so the spirit in our, in, of his son, it's inside of our hearts. It cries out, Abba, Father, because he cried it. And through us, through us, he cries it again. Amen. That we worship our God. We worship our heavenly father. Abba, Father. 
That's why we need to receive the Holy Spirit in our lives. It's the Spirit, amen, of Christ that will keep us and help us, amen, and, and give the right praise and worship to our Father. Our Heavenly Father has a special love for all those that are filled with His Spirit, all those that are led by His Spirit, all those that are trying to walk in His ways, and all those that are crying out to Him, Abba, Father, He's got a special love, and His thoughts are toward us. His thoughts are toward us. Psalms 139, 17. How precious are your thoughts about me, O God. They cannot be numbered. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand. Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. That sounds like the stuff I was reading earlier about a good dad. He's worried about your future. He's worried about giving you a good hope. Giving you a good start in life. Amen. Hebrews eleven sixteen. That's why God said he's not ashamed to be called their God. When we cry Abba Father to him. And we're trying our best to walk in his ways and in his word. Amen. He's not ashamed to be called their God. Hallelujah. When, when, when old, the old devil came up to God up in heaven in the Old Testament, amen, and started, and, you know, the accuser of the brethren or whatever, and started, you know, bad-mouthing and doing this, uh, you know what God did? He, he looked down, he goes, hey, have you seen my servant Job? Man, I'm all, he's a great guy. He's my son. I, I love him, you know. And, and God was not ashamed to be called his God. Praise God. You know, Michael W. Smith is a famous gospel singer. And um, he's, made, he's you know, recorded many songs and even Christmas albums and so forth. And uh, he, uh, uh, on a podcast not too long ago, he was talking about his father and... Uh, and how, how proud his father was of him all the time. And that his father was always just so proud of him and loved him and, and wanted the best for him. And, and, and when he became uh, very successful in the gospel music uh, industry and, and uh, started you know, winning awards and his songs uh, you know, going up the, the Christian charts and so forth, his dad was his biggest fan. And, just loved loved his music and loved his son, amen. And and his you know his dad started getting, uh, uh you know up in age and and uh, you know he uh, started getting a little bit of dementia and so forth. And he had some uh, issues where they had to call the the ambulance to the house and and they were they were uh, paramedics were you know giving him some uh, you know attention and they were starting to you know load him into the ambulance. And, uh, and, and he said, you got to know my dad, you know, he, he always had, you know, different sayings. He said he, he, he would, you know, uh, you know, growing up when he wanted to, uh, everyone to get the, his attention and, and uh, so he could say something, he would say, hold the phone, hold the phone. And, uh, and, then, he, and then everybody, you know, knew, hold the phone and stop everything because dad's going to say some big thing or whatever. And so he, uh, he's getting loaded in the ambulance and and uh, Michael uh, is there, and his mom, and, and you know, neighbors, and family, and concerned people, and they're all kind of just over the place, and, and, uh, 
His dad, you know, they're putting him in, you know, to the, the thing. And, and he goes, hold the phone. He starts yelling, hold the phone, hold the phone. And then everybody stopped. They, like, stopped and dropped the gurney right there. And everybody stopped. The paramedics stopped, the firefighters, whatever. And uh, he lifted himself off of that gurney. And he pointed to his son. He goes, do you know who that is? That's Michael W. Smith, my son. And I love him. Amen. And he just went on about his son. You know who that is? That's Michael W. Smith. And he was so, even in his own thing, he was always still a big fan. And, and Michael said that when he heard his dad and saw his dad do that, at first, you know, because his dad was always, you know, funny too and whatever, at first he kind of started laughing a little bit. But then about, he said about 10 seconds later, something just hit him. His knees kind of buckled and he began to cry. And, and he, just, he, he just saw kind of like a big comparison of between him and his dad and him and his dad. And at that moment, he, he said to himself, Abba, Father. Amen. Because he saw the love that his own father had for him. And he just started thinking about his heavenly father. And he said, Abba, Father. Thank you. Wow. What a story. Amen. To a lot of kids, their dad was their hero and they wanted to be like him. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. In my life, you know, I, uh, uh, my, my biological father, you know, he, he, left, he left us when I was about five or six. I don't remember exactly, four or five or six. And, uh, you know, don't have a whole lot of memories of him. Um, and he was only in our lives maybe a few years after that. And, uh, you know, he did come to my wedding, but uh, don't really uh, have a whole lot. I didn't even, I had to find out like a roundabout way that he had passed away not too long ago. I, I didn't know because we, we really didn't keep in contact and so forth. And, uh, and, then, and then my stepdad came in the picture, a Marine, Sergeant. Yes, sir. You know, you don't mess around with him. Amen. And, and uh, you know, he instilled a lot of things, you know, and uh, he, he's exactly what I needed at that time because, you know, we were without a dad for, a, I don't know how long, a couple years or whatever. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, I was just going crazy <laughs> back then. And I've told you some of my story. You listen to my testimony or whatever. I was going nuts back then. So, you know, my poor mom working full time trying to raise three kids and all this stuff. And she's doing the best she could. But, you know. Oh, no, I was just running like all over the place. She could, couldn't handle me. And, and, and I needed some structure. I needed, you know, yes, sir, sergeant, you know, drill sergeant. And, he, you know, he came in and, uh, you know, he had some, you know, really good memories, you know. But, but even then, you know, there was times that he was gone. You know, he went to Japan for a year, you know, to do some things uh, over there for, you know, that he was uh, stationed to do. And then he went to Memphis, Tennessee for six months and, you know, and, and we, we, you know, we didn't have him in our lives for a while there other than phone calls and different things and stuff. But, uh, um, you know, good memories. Amen. Definitely great memories. But, you know, when I when I think about it, amen, the uh, the best father that I've ever had for, you know, the last, um, you know, 40, you know, almost 40 years. Amen. Is. Jesus Christ is my heavenly father. 
Amen. Praise God. No father's perfect, but he's perfect. Amen. Amen. He never let me down. Amen. He never done me wrong. Praise God. The best father I ever had. And like, I, like the kids that want to be like their dad, I want to be like him. I want to be like him. The father showed us who he really was when he became a man in Jesus Christ. He said, Jesus said, when you see me, you've seen the Father. And Paul said, Jesus was the image of the invisible God. Amen. And Paul also said that God shined in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of the glory of God. How did he do it? In the face of Jesus Christ. You looked in Jesus' face, you saw the Father. Amen. And I hope that when, when people look in our face, that they see the Father. I hope that when they look in our face, that they see the light. Amen. Because he said, I'm the light of the world, and I want you to be the light of the world. I want you to shine my light to others. Reflect my light into others' lives so that they can come out of darkness into this marvelous light like all of us had to. Amen. Sometime in our lives. Amen. Praise God. I want to be like Jesus. And 1 John 3, 1 says, Behold... What manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. What a love. We're a son of God. We're a daughter of God. Amen. Therefore the world knows us not because it knew Him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God and it does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when He shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. I want to be like him. I want to be like my father. Amen. He created us in his image and in his likeness. He wants his spirit to come into our hearts so we can cry, Abba, Father. And he wants us to go all the way until our last breath or until he comes back. Amen. Crying, Abba, Father, so that when he shall appear, we'll be like him. We'll be like him. Let's stand. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast and may God bless you.